Hello, everyone. It's your favorite homeboy, Zach Iconic Thomas. Welcome into So Far, So Hood, the place for those who are misunderstood, baby. This is your home. Kick your feet up. Let's talk about some things and let's spill some tea. We have made it another week, and this week was a bitch. Well, last week, technically, yeah. That Whatever the last few days were, bitch. Yeah, I said it, bitch. We have a lot to talk about, but then again, it's not, a lot to, it's not like at all a lot to talk about because you'll see, you'll see. Also, the topic for today will be about controlling your emotions. And particularly the emotion of getting pissed off. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to help you while helping myself at the same time. Figure out where are some things to prevent you from getting pissed off, and to prevent me from getting pissed off because this is a crazy time. So that's our topic. It's gonna be about self control and all that good stuff. And then we'll go into Zach Excellence. But before that, I am your host Zach Iconic Thomas. You can follow me at Zach underscore Iconic underscore Thomas at Instagram. And you can follow the show Instagram at so far so his show. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because that helps us with the Al Gore rhythm. Thank you. So this week's weekly run up, it consists of a lot of shit. Like there's a lot of small things happening. It's like it's kind of been hush hush, not as crazy as last week with the Met Gala and the VMAs and everything happening. So I'll be talking about RuPaul. I'll be talking about the Emmys. I'll be talking about The Voice. I'll be talking about Call Me Maybe. I'll be talking about Dear Evan Hansen. And I'll be mentioning President Biden's approval rating. So, yeah, you see how it's just little bits and pieces of things. We're going to just grace upon all of them. So, yeah, let's get ready to go into our weekly run up. You know, tie up your sneakers, push your weave up. Let's get, let's get it. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. We're going to begin the weekly run-up by discussing the Emmy Awards, which took place, and they are very slick. The Emmy Awards are very slick. There's positive things to discuss when it comes to RuPaul and RuPaul's Drag Race, which we'll bring up towards the end of this discussion. But for right now, y'all about to get cussed out. Y'all about to get cussed out because let me read you this. Let me read you this. This says the Emmy Awards failed to award any actors of color in its 12 main categories, and it sparked a huge debate about performative diversity and white privilege. Ooh. Ooh, 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 And I'm not done. I'm not done. This comes after performance of color made up 44% of the spots in the acting nominations for the very first time in Emmy's history, seemingly marking a gradual but steady increase in diversity. And many people are saying so it only there's only diversity when it comes to the nominations, not when it comes to the winners. So just. Wow, not even one out of the 12 main categories you're going to give to a person of color as if. We don't you know what? Ooh, ooh, let me just keep reading. Let me just keep reading. Let me keep reading. So. There was a, a category of front runner 
MJ Rodriguez, you may know, who was expected to make history as the first ever transgender performer who is a person of color to win a trophy for the leading female actor of her role in the, the final season of Pose. But she ultimately lost out to the crown's Olivia Coleman. So there we go. Emmys, this, this is the thing with award shows, especially award shows in 2021. It's like we're going to we're going to use the essence of blackness to attract an audience. But when it comes to actually giving them some of these awards, we're going to hold on on that. We're going to hold on. We're going to hold on one second. One second on the, all that. They'd be like, hold on now. Y'all asking for a lot. <laughs> They'd be like, y'all asking for a bunch right now. Oh, no, an award? One of the 12 awards? Oh, no. That's too much. That's too much. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's highly disturbing to read headlines like white actors sweep the Emmys. Like, what the fuck? Why? 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 What? Who? In 2021? Not nothing. Nobody should be sweeping nothing when it comes to that. Like, are you kidding me? There's more than enough talent. There's not enough representation, but there's a there's a substantial amount for one of the people of color to get one of the damn 12 main categories awards in this bitch. What the fuck? Oh, my goodness. Is this who we are? Is this who we have come to? So a lot of people are saying that there's something structural going on, which hell yeah. Even with the motherfucking scammies, the Grammys, the scammies, that's what they are. There's something structural going on because who, what, why? Some of these award winners, some of these people who have Grammys, they're clowns. They're, they're bozos and they just have a Grammy just sent off to the side. But then you have legends who who may never even get nominated in their life. These award shows, y'all need them. Kid, Kids Choice Awards, y'all need to um get on. <laughs> y'all need to get on here and give them some structural change. Some structural change because this some this some bullshit. Uh, uh-uh. do better next year. Do way better because child, boy, girl, whoever's in charge of that shit, that's not cute. Mm. In other news, RuPaul's Charles has officially became the most decorated African-American in Emmy's history, which is monumental because like I've mentioned in previous previous episodes, I love RuPaul's Drag Race because it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And they're out here sweeping Emmys, sweeping Emmys It's in the reality TV category. So it's not really the main stuff, but. Still, them being in there and being able to win those awards and be on stage and accept those awards and just having Simone, the the, the current reigning drag superstar of America, on stage with RuPaul Charles accepting an Emmy, it's like we, we are getting closer, closer, closer and closer. Like we almost there. We're not there yet, but damn it, we getting close. RuPaul has 11 Emmys to his name, 11 Emmys for pumping out these drag race seasons. And he's going to keep pumping them out. He's going to be buku pumping them out. It's, it's not going to be no joke now because they giving him Emmys. They giving him Emmys for spin. Like they just they love them some RuPaul when it comes to those categories. But 
When it comes to the main categories, I need to see more representation. I don't even watch TV like that. Like, I've never seen the motherfucking crown in my life. The crown? Is that what it's called? The crown? The crown? I've never seen that before. So, hmm. Who knows? But yeah, that's been the Emmys for this year. So I don't really watch the Emmys, but I know Emmys, Grammys, the Tonys, Oscars, those are the big ones. So y'all y'all need to be the main ones knowing what the fuck y'all got going on. Oh my gosh. So in other news, <laughs> and, some, and some TV news besides the Emmys, did y'all watch The Voice? I didn't watch The Voice. I didn't watch it because, damn, you got to go and you got to go get the subscription, figure out where it's going to be on because people don't be having cable no more. It's 2021. So you got to go find the app, set up the app, make sure you send up the wrong email so that you don't get your car charged so that you can do the free trial. You got to do all that. Do the run around. I'm just like, damn. So I ended up just watching some, some clips on YouTube. And let me tell you. From what I've seen, I'm going to watch the full thing because I've never seen The Voice fully, but I'm going to commit just because Ariana Grande is on The Voice. That is why Ariana Grande is on The Voice this season. And so I might commit myself to trying (laughs) to watch it. I would commit myself to trying. Keyword trying. The YouTube clip that I did see, though, was when Kelly Clarkson, John Legend, Blake Shelton and Ariana Grande were all performing um respect by aretha franklin which was freaking iconic those people can sing they can sing especially kelly clarkson i will throw up that girl can y'all can sing like like chocolate pudding it's ridiculous and ariana grande oh it's sick it's sick it's sick i'm definitely gonna have to watch the voice if you've seen it please tell me how you like it because i definitely need to go see it she had ariana had like this pink full body get up on she had a little cowboy hat oh it was sick it was sick and she could just sing so good she could sing so good so yeah the voice is out in other tv news and not much popped off for me when it came to music but call me maybe by carly ray jepson did turn 10 years old which was that's an important thing like don't don't skate over Carly Rae Jepsen. I would not let society skate over Carly, Carly Rae Jepsen. Nope. 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 Not while I'm here. Nope. Miss Carly Rae Jepsen put out a statement celebrating the fact that the song turned 10 years old and telling a story about how it just felt good for people to start knowing her music and the the journey of her coming up as an artist. And no one will ever disrespect Carly Rae Jepsen's pen. I don't care if She's not the most popular artist. It's not about who's the most popular. It's about that talent. It's about that pen. Who's going to sit down and write music? And Miss Carly Rae Jepsen, she sits down and she writes some music, okay? She writes great music. And I had the honor of meeting her, which changed my life that night. To meet her, I was like, this woman has just, she's, she's cross cultures, okay? Don't ever. <laughs> Don't ever. So many people sleep on Color Jepsen, but call me maybe. You know it. Your dog knows it. The cat knows it. Your grandma know it. It's an international hit. So it turned 10 years old. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. This song is older than a lot of motherfuckers out on this planet, which is crazy. We are getting old, y'all. No wonder why my knees breaking, back hurting and shit. Oh, goodness. Ugh. So we do have some movie news, too, which is interesting. 
So, Dear Evan Hansen, which is the movie is coming out the the week this podcast will be released. So around the 23rd, 24th, that's when the movie comes out. And I'm just mentioning this because the promotion behind this movie. Okay. People don't promote stuff no more. People don't promote stuff no more. That's why I'm mentioning Dear Evan Hansen, because I can see the promotion and the team behind the movie, because if you got my black ass knowing about this movie, then you're, you're promoting correctly. And let me tell you how they're promoting. They are getting black people to the theaters. <laughs> they are trying to get black people to the theaters because SZA just released a new song for the, um. well, I think it's a song from the play, but it's SZA just did a music video for the, um for the movie, which bingo, bingo, bingo. I clicked on it so hard and fast. I was like, SZA, SZA moving and singing. And to top it all off, and to top it all off, you have Summer Walker on a, a song, too, on the soundtrack. So, baby, keep messing with me. Keep messing with me. I'll be sending my black ass down watching Dear Evan Hansen. Don't mess with me. And that song, that the soundtrack has a few bounce that ass like songs on there. Like, Waving Through a Window, that's a bounce that ass type song. So, maybe. Maybe I'll check out Dear Evan Hansen. It's just been popping up a bunch. He performed on Jimmy Fallon, Ben Platt, the, the star of the movie. So, boy, y'all better get that promotion in. I know that's right. I know that's right. And we will really quickly talk about some stupid shit because it's always some stupid shit going on that needs to be simply explained. But I don't I don't I don't blame people for. Not really paying attention to some of this bullshit, but it still needs to be brought up. On the political aspect of things, President Biden has been going through a lot because it hasn't been such a stellar month in just America in general. There's been a lot of shit going on that most people don't understand. It's out of presidential control. So as a result of all this, President Biden's approval rating has fallen below 50 percent, which people are acting like is the death of all humanity. First of all, Donald Trump never even had his approval rating above 50%. There's a, there's a such thing called a honeymoon period where when a president is first elected, they have a high approval rating. And then as things start happening, they settle into the job and shit starts going down. Their approval rating naturally goes down. Like Barack Obama's approval rating went down. It happened with every single president. So President Biden's approval rating going down is because of the honeymoon phase ending. Also. There are a lot of things going on in the country. <laughs> There's a lot of shit hitting the fan. And particularly, it's based off the aftermath of the Trump presidency. But most people don't want to go in depth onto that. Like the issue with Afghanistan, for instance, was a it was a huge setup. It was a huge setup done by the former resident of the White House. To purpose, purposefully put something in place to where there would be fallout in the months afterwards to where it would affect the Biden presidency. And that's just the name of the game. But as president, Biden can't really come on the podium and just keep bringing that up every single time. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because if something's bullshit, it's bullshit. All right. If something's a setup, it's a setup. But in addition to all that happening there's also things going on at the the border with 
immigrants from Haiti, the bipartisan police reform bill that was supposed to happen is not happening because of pushback from Republican senators. There's a a budget bill that President Biden is trying to get passed so that he can push for his agenda, which needs the the cooperation of Congress. And there was a a proposal in there to help immigration, but the Senate par- parliamentarian, which is a a non political fact person in the Senate who reviews the the process of what can be in the particular bill, and she said you can't put that in there because it doesn't apply to how they need to get this bill passed. It would take so long for me to explain it in depth, but pretty much the Republicans don't want to do shit. And the, the police reform talks have the bipartisan ones, at least they just are not going to go through. Also, there's talks about the federal government may be going into a shutdown because the debt ceiling is about to be reached and it, it always gets increased. It was increased during the, the Trump presidency. But however, due to Republicans wanted everything to be horrible, they would not help in increasing something which was increased during the Trump presidency. Also, there is a UK, Australia, and United States alliance, which angered France, calling France, causing France to pull their ambassador from the United States. But boo, you can't be mad because the United States got in their bag and did an alliance with UK and Australia. Also, Donald Trump is targeting democracy still by endorsing candidates in the 2022 midterm elections. So, yep. Yep, that's all. That's what that's what I wanted to grace over in the political aspect of things. But we can get more in depth on all that shit later. That's the end of our weekly run up. There was a lot. Like I said, there was a lot of little things to talk about and grace over. But yeah, go get you a snack. We better go take a break. And then we'll come back into our topic of controlling things that piss you off and trying to stay leveled. Okay, self-control. So that's our topic. And yeah, enjoy your snack. Go get me some gummy bears. Here's $5. I need some gummy bears. Thank you. Thank you. We are back again with So Far So Hood, and today we'll be talking about self-control and controlling things that piss you off, because, baby, when I tell you I struggle with this, because there are certain things to where, you know, it's different for everyone personally, but there's just certain things in life to where if they happen, it's it's that one pet peeve to where it's just like, oh, I know you did not just do that. I know you did not just do that. Like... What's a pet peeve of mine that really just sends me up a wall when people walk slow in front of me? Like, oh, oh, child, we nucking, we bucking, we ready to fight. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But for real, there's a way to where no matter what happens, you ultimately can stay in control of what whatever emotion you're feeling only if you want to. And you don't have to because. A lot of the times it's good to feel that emotion. At least feel it. Don't just be like, 
oh, I'm not going to feel this way. No, feel pissed off for a second, but make sure you you step out of that emotion because if you stay in there too long, it's going to be fire to the rain. So that's what we're going to be talking about. It's going to be about ultimately staying in control. And I went to Target getting pissed off because it's it's different from anger, really, because getting pissed off is like the the thing before getting angry. And it's just little things which nick at you and it just sends you up a wall. And it's actually a really deep psychological thing that can be discussed in a 60 minute episode. But I want to give you just some quick tips to where, you know, you can always bounce back if you're just like, I just don't want to be pissed off anymore. There's things you could do to prevent yourself from staying in that feeling and staying down. So one thing is always think before you think, which which sounds crazy, but it's it really helps. Just think before you start thinking, because be like, okay, what am I even thinking about right now? Because you have to realize you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are just something that really, if you wanted to step outside of them and just view them in third person, be like, oh, oh, wow, you could. Because your thoughts are not reality. What's reality is what's happening outside of you at the moment. So just be be like, let me think before I even continue thinking about what I'm even potentially overthinking about. Because that's what I do when I get pissed off. I'd be like, all right, now I gotta get pissed off at everything else, <laughs> which is a bad thing. And it's all it's only based off of how people are engineered due to their past experiences because it's different for everyone. Different things make different people angry, which is why having friendships and relationships is is such a special thing because just having two people interact with um all those differences, there, there's plenty of room for fallout. There's plenty of room for people to cuss each other out and for things to get messy. So it, it's all based off something called pattern recognition, which is just how your brain feels about a certain stimulus. Like, once again, going back to that pet peeve, like people walking slow in front of me, it just brings me back to high school and it makes me so pissed off and brings me right back to high school. People walking slow on the motherfuckers. Oh, 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 I can't even get my words out. Just walking slow for no reason. Make you late to your class and everything. Like, why? Why would you do that? Why? Why? And that's just the stimulus that my brain associates that with. So one thing to always balance something out that pisses you off is to just think about something that makes you happy because you're just thinking. You're just thinking. It's all just a psychological game at the end of the day. Of course, depending on how dire the situation is, this is pretty much something that can be applied to everyday things, which could just throw you off your grind. Simply think about something funny or happy. And before you know it, you just are going to be laughing or you're just going to be like, okay, I don't care no more. It's just certain things. They just don't deserve your attention and energy. And you could be giving that to something else or a positive thought or a positive memory that you had prior. And that's why it's always good to, Sometimes when you get aggy to funnel that energy into something positive, like when you get mad, maybe go do a workout, maybe go do something 
positive for a friend, do something positive for the, com- for the community instead of like lashing out every single time. Baby, it's okay to lash out sometimes because <laughs> sometimes people need to get that heat, but not all the time. Sometimes it's good to be like, okay, I'm aggravated right now. Let me go do something purposeful instead of something negative. Because it's nothing but the devil. It's nothing but the devil. These things are nothing but the devil. Like a lot of people's ways, especially when things are taking a toll on you because of your environment. It can be pissing you off. But what you need to learn is at the end of the day, you have the control to make sure that whatever is going on inside is that's the star of the show, all right? That's the star of the show. Whatever is going on inside your your mind, inside your heart, that is what you can really push to the forefront because a lot of people are in situations to where they're just, they're constantly stressed out and they're constantly being picked on. And trust me, it's hard. But when you start looking at things in the rearview mirror, it gets way better. Just looking at something as if it's behind you, it it it's, it helps because, for instance, think about something that pissed you off a long time ago, and you're like, "Why did I even get pissed off about that? It wasn't even worth my energy." Whatever is pissing you off in the present day, apply that to it because that's most likely what you're going to be thinking a month from now. Like when something pops off, I'm gonna be like, "Okay, a month from now." I ain't going to be thinking about this shit. So why even give give it my energy now? Like if I know I can fix this, why even give it that energy of, oh, it's pissing me off. There's enough things going on. There's enough acts of evil and deceit going on to where if you can stay in control of something to where you just don't get angry about it anymore. Take that. Take that power and run with it, because that's something that you should be proud of. Because people are entitled to whatever makes them upset. Because it's just, like I said, it's based off what people have experienced in their past and what they have gone through and who brought them up as they were growing up. So it's it's one thing. It's one thing to have to control your emotions, but... When people accuse you of having an emotion that you don't have, now this is why I'm about to roll up my sleeve. <laughs> That's why I'll be wanting to roll up these sleeves because if I just have a look on my face, say I don't even, nothing's even happened, people simply accusing someone of being pissed off when they're not pissed off, that'll make somebody pissed off. Like that pisses me off. I'm not pissed off. And then someone's like, are you pissed off? I'm like, no, now I'm pissed off. You just said I was pissed off. Like, damn. Some people, you can't really read their emotions due to their face. And that's another psychological thing. It's just the way humans associate emotions. How my face look has nothing to do with how I feel on the inside. How I look on the outside has nothing to do with how I feel on the inside. Like, at all. I could be smiling and be pissed off. I could be frowning and be happy as a day. And that's just something that people need to start understanding as we move on to, into society, because it's, it's certain things to where if you just give it some in-depth thought for once, you'll be like, okay, let me just leave old dude alone before 
he set fire to the rain because y'all mm-hmm. and it's it's a working progress for everyone like it's life it's life things are going to be aggravating but the most important thing is keeping yourself in check so that you're successful at the end of the day and that you're able to keep yourself happy because stress is not good being pissed off is not good it's not good for the skin it's not good for your body it's just not good for you the feeling is just not good all around so if you can fight that feeling sometimes and defeat it do that but once again like i said always feel your emotions you don't have to stay in them and live in them for the rest of your life but being like aggravated for a second is fine like we human beings in this bitch hell especially the way i can go uh -uh, uh-uh uh-uh let me get let me get off this mic let me get off this mic let me get off this mic but yeah that was our our little topic for the day and we're about to take a quick break and we'll go into zach excellence for the day which is zach excellence today baby i want to clap my hands i love this one i love it so we'll be right back We are back with Zach Excellence for the week, and we're going to get directly to it because we have someone who whose name has echoed throughout society, whose name has echoed throughout history books and classrooms throughout the country and worldwide. It's Ruby Bridges. Now, that is a very that's a very iconic figure in civil rights and just black history in general. And I wanted to talk about Ruby Bridges this week, too. Shed light on the fact that things that were segregated and very disgusting in the the acts of Jim Crow, they were not that long ago as Ruby Bridges is still alive and thriving and doing beautiful things for the community. So I wanted to just discuss her story and talk about her for a little bit. So Ruby Bridges inspired millions as just a little, just a child. She was just a child, inspired millions. And she's currently a significant civil rights activist, of course. So Ruby Bridges was actually born in Tylertown, Mississippi, and moved to New Orleans at the age of four. And she was born in 1954, which was the same year that Brown v. Board was passed, saying that segregated schools must, must integrate and that must happen. But... That took six years to come into effect, actually. Therefore, whenever Ruby was born in 1954, the same year, things were still segregated. And there were, in order to appeal to the, the court case as Washington was getting more strict on it, enforcing schools integrating, New Orleans gave 150 black kindergartens an interest exam which was very difficult and was it was likely for them not to pass. However, six out of the 150 passed and three girls were sent to William Prince Elementary School and two of them dropped out. Therefore, 
the one and only was Miss Ruby Bridges. So that's why she was the the first African American child to integrate into the the public school system in New Orleans, and that's very significant. It was very a, a very historical moment as it was just such a dark and divisive time and just so disgusting the way crowds would gather and heckle her and throw things at her. They would bring black dolls and put them in coffins and say that they wanted to poison her. It was just disgusting. And President Eisenhower at the time sent guards to escort her to and from school. And Ruby Bridges being a child at the time, she thought it was Mardi Gras. She didn't think much of it. She literally thought it was Mardi Gras. Because just imagine being that young and having that happen and you're just trying to go to school. Like You don't know. You don't know. And it didn't dawn on her until she had an experience with a boy at the playground when she was finally allowed to play with the other students. And he said, my mom will let me play with you because you're a nigger. That's what he said. And that's when it finally dawned on her, dawned on her at that age that it was about her skin color. That's why all this was happening because she was oblivious to the fact. And that's just, it's so crazy. And it's like, they don't really, they don't go into that part during history in school. Like they graze over it, but they don't really tell you like the details of her story and what she went through. Like the crowds will literally chant two, four, six, eight. We don't want to integrate. It just, Shout horrible things at her. But nevertheless, November 14th, 1960, she was the first African-American child to integrate into the public school system, regardless of what was happening at the time. And she loved school. Once she got past all the, the BS, she loved school. And she was taught by Barbara Henry, who was the only teacher who would work with her because the other ones didn't want to work with a black child. And Miss Barbara Henry, she came from Boston, so therefore she wasn't really racist like the people in the South. So she was more open and free to teaching Ruby Bridges. And the first day Ruby Bridges showed up, 500 kids were pulled out. 500 white kids were pulled out by their parents out of outrage that Ruby Bridges was simply there. And it led to her father losing her job. Her grandparents were Mississippi sharecroppers and they were for forced off their farms. So it was just a crazy time just for her to get her education. But nevertheless, she went on to get her education and have to have a beautiful career. She's now married and lives in New Orleans. She has four kids and she is the chair of the Ruby Bridges Foundation, which was founded in 1999 and to quote, promote the values of tolerance, respect, and appreciation of all differences. And the mission says that racism is a grown-up disease and we must stop using our children to spread it. So that was Miss Ruby Bridges. We all know her, but do you really? Do you really? So that's the end of our episode. It was it was a weird episode, but it's been a weird week. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to follow me at Zach underscore iconic underscore Thomas on Instagram and be sure to follow the show on Instagram at so far so hit show. You know the drill. You already know what's goody. You already know. We already know every single time. You can email me any questions at so far so hit show at gmail.com and be sure to rate and review the podcast 
to help us with the algorithm. And yeah, thank you for listening to another episode. Thank you so much. I will talk to you again next time, next week. Be sure to tune in so we can make sure our lives stay so far so hood because we're going to make it. Even though things have been weird, we still going to make it. So I will talk to you again. Stay beautiful. Wear your mask. And just be nice. Be nice to people.